Welcome to the one podcast we do a year on the BSB pod. <laughs> I'm your host, Seth, with my co-commish buddy, Max, and special guest, Shane. hi uh For our one pod this year, we decided to do a mock draft. <laughs> um, Disclaimer, we're going to do more than one this year. Yeah, we said that last year at that last pod that we did. Well, last year was weird. It's an outlier. <laughs> Last I'm year declaring was last it. year. This year yeah. was this year. Yeah. That's a fact. We're on a hot start for doing more pods this year. Yeah. We're trending way up. Yeah. Um <coughs> yeah, we might as well just get right into it. Unless there's anything else, anything you guys want to talk about really quick. Uh about the league or anything. Any quick reviews on last season? Can we talk about how to grow my grass? Grow your grass? Yeah. That's post pod material, Shane. Yeah. Okay. We can doubt out about that after. We can talk sure. about Shane's eight picks in the second round. Yeah, we'll get into that for sure. Um Shane's gonna go with ten to his grass when we go talk about the second round. Yeah, I like that. All right, yeah, let's just hop into it. So the three of us are just gonna rotate through these picks. And to start off with, we got Max picking for Kyle at one oh one. Hmm. I'm so excited to see what happens here. Hmm. <laughs> it's tough. It's better be like the quickest pick in like the history of picks. I mean, you're already taking but, forever. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's going to be Bijan. All right. Bijan at 101. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Do we want to give as much context as we can for this? Like, Yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah. Like, go for it. He's got ETN. I mean, I feel like he can't go wrong here, even if he did want to go uh, quarterback because he just needs all around. He sold off a lot in the past year or two. But I'll I feel be, like, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I thought Michael was picking first for a while. And I, in my head, I still feel like he's picking first, even though I literally <laughs> see Kyle picking first. <laughs> no, I know it's Kyle because I helped Kyle get to this point at the end of last season with oh, uh, yeah, there was that. the golf trade and stuff. So I was helping him get to 101 and I was trying to make a playoff run. Um, but, I mean, I think Bijan's just best overall. It just works super well for him here. So I think it's an easy pick for him. Yeah, I do think I do think it's one of those weird things where when you have the running back that's by far the best asset, but your team's not really in the place to compete right now. And my opinion always feels kind of bad taking the running back because their windows typically are so small. Yeah. I but think you can't like not take Bijan. Super uh, that's super fair. And like I think in an ideal world, he could trade back like a little bit, but like you have to have someone willing to jump up. Maybe someone with like eight second round picks that would want to make that yeah. move up. Well, let me um, know, guy. I wonder if that person exists. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want Shane to get Bijan anyway. So yeah. So this is uh, our warning to Kyle right now. Don't trade with Shane. 
<laughs> I know. I'm not supposed to trade with anyone when I'm good. I can't trade with anyone when I'm bad. Exactly. <laughs> I just can't trade with anyone. Yeah. You can do Well, apparently nobody slowly. listens because you have eight second round picks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think okay. it's a, I think you bring up a good point though, Seth. Uh, I like you know, Robinson's like the clear pick at 1.01, but like, is he the clear pick for Kyle? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think, I think the, and that's, it's a good point. Uh, like that running back shelf life just fades so quickly. And I think, I mean, I don't know. We'll get into it over the next couple of picks about what your opinions are about Stroud and Young for how high you think they can go. Um, but like that would be perfect for him. I feel like in the scenario, if he could get one of those guys and some assets and not have to waste away a really good running back, I don't know if he's going to make that leap anytime soon. But yeah, I think there's like a team that could realistically <laughs> draft him that you wouldn't take him first overall. Or is it oh, just like, like in the NFL? Yeah, since I... we're doing this actually before the NFL draft for a yeah. change. I heard the. Like... Can you I think phrase that question one more time for me. Yeah, so like, if, if Bijan Robinson went to the Giants because Sparkley's on it, obviously his value goes way down. Like, is there? But that's not a realistic thing. Like, the Giants aren't going to take another running back. Oh, I, see I think. Like, the... Is there a team that is kind of a realistic pick in the draft that would be like, yeah, okay, maybe not Bijan? I think. I, I think they're up there. Um, the one of the worst spots I've heard because like the odds are not that bad for him to get drafted there's the Patriots. Like that's one of the worst spots that he could go yeah. for. Yeah, with for, yeah, where you would have to consider not taking him, but I think, still think you probably take him. That and like Seattle, I feel like would be a nightmare. God, both of um, those are horrible for me. I hate you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the stuff that I've read and I've listened to, like those are the ones I keep talking. I hear them talk about the most where like that's a worst case scenario. And I think, I think right now the favorite is Washington. I was just saying, Washington kind of seems like a bad place too. I know. I don't know how Man, much I, I like that one that either. Side of Brian Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I think. Yeah. I, I don't think Washington has, you know, their long-term running back on the roster necessarily, but like, they're kind of a mess. Best yeah, player available. The team's it's just possible. Not great. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, do you? Because Washington's think... also one of those teams where you could just like. You know, if Bijan's there, they're stacking the box because there's just like, yeah, not a QB. Well, they did they uh, release Carson Wentz? I don't remember. Even if they didn't, there's not a QB. No, I think they, I think they did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it's true. I was gonna they say, did. they have Carson Wentz. Come on, now. it's Sam Howell's team, I think, right now. But like, I don't think anyone. Oh, yeah, that's Sam right. Team. You're right. Oh, yeah. they, they did announce that. Yeah, they they're definitely, definitely stacking the box. Him. Yeah, <laughs> no I think question. the only chance. I think he goes in the top 10. I think there's two chances. I think it's the Falcons at eight, which I don't know what they're going to do there. I don't know if if that's really the best scenario for them. But, like, the Eagles, I feel like, are a threat to take him to, which would just be so unfair. Um, But, like, in terms of your original question, I think one of the worst spots would be, like, Seattle or New England. Honestly, Philly's interesting with Hurts is rushing there. Yeah, I mean, someone's going to suffer. Touchdown, uh, Hawking, at least, for Bijan's stats. I I mean, assuming their offense is 
functionally the same as last year, roughly the same as last year, you st I, you still have to take them for the opportunity, even if yeah. it's vultures, you know, 30, 40%, he's going to have so much more opportunity with the Eagles than most other places. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know who would be like a sleeper team that like no one's really talking about right now that could take him. But I, I've just seen him all over the place where he could fall in this first round because the first round just seems like a lock. At this One thing point. I thought was interesting, it may have been the ringer draft pod. They were talking about the Bengals trading up to get Bijan. Or if Bijan somehow fell down yeah. all the way down to 28, I mean, which would be kind of fascinating. Mixon sounds like it just get, keeps getting worse the more I hear them talk about Mixon. It sounds like he's likely yeah. not going to be on their team. What's wrong um, with Mixon? He seems like a, a really well-rounded, likable stand-up <laughs> citizen. And Clean. on that note, uh, Shane's <laughs> on the board. <laughs> uh, all right. So, but, right, but yeah, seriously, if you don't want this pod to be three hours long, <laughs> you should probably get moving on the picks. Yeah. All right. Um, so Shane's picking one point two for Michael. Just to get yeah. that out there. So, I mean, it's really Michael's picking a quarterback here, or he's trading back. Um. Honestly, I don't know if anyone else in the first round is really looking to trade into this spot. So I feel like he would struggle to trade it out. So he's picking one of the two quarterbacks, in my opinion. I don't know if either is going to really turn into like that elite top 10 consistent QB uh, in fantasy, at least. Uh, moving forward, I think you're probably getting a uh, pretty, hopefully, consistent QB2 out of one of them. I don't really think you can go wrong with either, but I like, I think Houston's direction, potentially moving forward, is going to be a little bit better than Carolina's, so I probably would be picking whoever lands in Houston here. Uh, but since we don't know where they're going... I'm just going to stick with the general consensus right now, and uh, we'll stick with Bryce Young. Nice. 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 Curious, why do you like Houston's direction better than Carolina? I I don't know. I just feel like, like Carolina, I think they made some good moves in free agency to try and get fill a little bit of the holes. Like they got a couple of receivers. I don't remember who they were at this point, but I remember they went out and signed a couple after they made the trade. They got uh, DJ Chark, and I think they got someone else. Feeling. But they lost uh, – who was the one guy – the running back that kind of blew up alongside Chuba Hubbard? R Royce Foreman. Freeman. Foreman, yeah. yeah. Uh, Royce Freeman, that's the – Royce problem. Freeman. <laughs> oh, God. But he's not with them anymore, right? He went and signed with someone else. Foreman went to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, is Chuba Hubbard going to be taking a lot of pressure off of this quarterback? Yeah, they got Miles Sanders, too. Oh, I forgot oh, I they got that. him. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. All yeah. right. And they like to run the ball a lot, and their line is really good. Um, that's what, all they did last year. So I think that's where. That's why I was asking. I was wondering where you're getting here. But I think from. that set up like. I don't know. It's definitely a little bit better now with you, shedding some light and. Uh, jogging my memory a little bit but uh that's like a that's a good situation or a better situation for like a real life nfl quarterback to step into yeah but they just don't really have like 
a lot of playmakers that's going to allow him to like step up and be a big time fantasy quarterback. I feel like, whereas Houston has like all their picks moving forward and the extra pick this year in the first round where they like can go out and get some, I don't know, some like eye candy players and that could potentially help that whatever quarterback they draft uh, be more of like a big fantasy quarterback. I still regardless expect both of them to probably end up being in that more eight to 15 quarterback range consistently, which is still really good. I think out of, mm-hmm. you know, your second pick, um, cause you know, obviously we're a two QB league and you still need that second QB, but I don't think either of these two are going to have the potential to really consistently be in the top five to seven QB range in fantasy. So it's kind of like a, you know, pick your, pick your favorite here. But yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, like I, I feel said, like I think Bryce young, I'll just stick with for the consensus at the moment. I feel like people are getting like. Kirk Cousins vibes, I guess, from these two. Right. Is it rock mm. solid QB two type of ceiling? But like, I don't know. It's so hard. I don't know what's making their future so murky, but it just doesn't seem to click as much. I think some of it is that I don't think for like the top two QBs they've had they've been considered to have as high of ceilings as some of the more recent ones. Which I think is why like for especially around the combine, everybody was getting so excited about Anthony Richardson because you're just like, oh my god, look at the ceiling. Um, and also, I, there's a little bit of the whole like they've been talked about for so long at this point. I think people just are tired of talking about him. Yeah, I think um, that's a very real thing. Because we kind of like their uh, last years came around. And everybody's like, yep, we've confirmed they're still good. So there wasn't like much <laughs> to say. Um. And with that point, I guess, uh, so I'm picking for Shane for third. Um, I was going to debate on trying to put a wrinkle into this by actually taking Anthony Richardson, but I was looking at your team and I was like, "Mm, you're close enough to still competing, even with your billions of picks you acquired that I feel like you'd rather have the higher floor um, than the risky proposition. Closer to competing than I was expecting for the number of picks you have. Um. That head nod. I love, I, I love the optimism, Seth, but I, I think I don't like know if I agree with that. To me, like Richardson is a guy that's like maybe in two to three years he's going to be completely incredible. Um, yeah. and I think and I think you could like, especially with like all the picks you have and moves you could make, you could compete sooner than that, or at least like not want to take as much of a risk as Richardson is with the third overall. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I was like, okay, between those two guys, I'm probably just going to land on Stroud for you. Um. It's definitely a quarterback. Um, and also I think it'd be funny if Carolina drafts Stroud because then you'll have Darnold, Smith, uh, Zach Wilson, and Stroud on it. So you have like the last three Panther quarterbacks, <laughs> which would just be too funny. Especially because Darnold's profile picture is still his Panthers uniform, so it's great. <laughs> um you say Zach Wilson for the Panthers? Wasn't no, no, that was Baker. Wasn't yeah. Yeah, it was Wilson still in the Jets. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, he's future Panthers quarterback, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hopefully uh, not with what they just gave up. Well, when the Jets trade for Rodgers and they'll trade away Wilson, Panthers like, yeah, we'll take him again. I don't know. If I the ca- Jets trade for them. I kind of like smart. Yeah. <laughs> I got you off, Max. No, you're good. Uh, I don't know. The more I look at it, the more I kind of like the idea of Shane kind of swinging for defenses with Richardson here. 
Because if, like, all of our opinions are, like, checking out with, like, both these guys being, like, QB2 range type people, um, I mean, if you're looking at quarterbacks on this team, Murray, Pickett, Hargan, stick around for a long haul, Huntley, Wilson, Darnold are just straight-up question marks. Um, he could either go swing for defenses, and if he's not, if he doesn't think he's that close to competing, and... I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of I think I'm drawing some thoughts for Shane right now, but it could be an interesting strategy to play out. Yeah, I guess it's like to me the team with Edwards, Judy Sutton, Njoku, Devontae Smith, and like his defense, which still isn't bad, isn't like gonna necessarily guarantee Shane like the number one or number two spot for like the really good 2024s. So where, and like, I don't know, I guess I'm also just not, I'm not terribly convinced Richardson's going to blow up. I guess so, yeah, either. That's the, that's kind of like, what I was, I was going to get at. Where do you think he goes? Like, not where do you think he goes? Where do you think he could have the best chance of success? Cause like there's, it's definitely a wild card with him. The athletic traits are there. The passing, like ability is seems very raw, but there are like elements to it where there could be a lot of potential. Like what type of system do you think he needs to go to that would like actually you get to see a window of that I think potential. I think it's the Seahawks or the Lions. Oh uh, like the top ten. Seems like a good one. Yeah. Detroit, everyone <laughs> what a world we live in now. Everyone is wants to go to Detroit right now. Seriously. But like to me Looking at the top 10 and people that like need quarterbacks, those are the two I'd go to predominantly because both of those teams have established starters for like a year. And both Goff and Gino seem like really good, like leadership type guys that you could learn from. And like with Pete Carroll there, the Seahawks, like the Seahawks know how to work with a guy that was mobile. And also you have Metcalf, which would just be kind of fun. Just two absolute superhumans <laughs> of athletes I, up in yeah. Seattle would be fun together. I like. I like Detroit. I think Detroit right now would be my favorite scenario for him to land on. Detroit is my like, favorite, yeah. Like from outside, I mean, I have golf in this league, so I want golf to get longer than a year's chance, but like, I don't know if it's going to happen. But um, I mean, they have a rock solid offensive line, really good skill position guys. They keep drafting and developing, and they're investing in defense. And everyone wants to play for Dan Campbell right now. Um, no. Sorry, so I don't know. no. No, you're good. So that's what I think Detroit may be the best scenario for him to sit and develop. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this may actually be like this pick position fantasy-wise maybe the first one where the NFL draft position changes what I would do. Like to me, Richard, like Richardson to the lines for me is like the best landing spot for him. And so if he landed that in the NFL draft at this point, I'd probably take him over Stroud because I'm most confident in that and him, him, and him developing. But I'm saying right now, pre-NFL draft, I'm yeah. taking Stroud because I think the Colts are going to take Richardson. So and to me, the Colts with Ursay, just like, <laughs> I don't know. Ursay's just such a wild card. He could be like tired of Richardson after two years and Richardson because Richardson hadn't achieved and it's just moving on. And so also, it, I think if the Colts don't do well, they're going to blow up their whole front office. In a world where Stroud goes to the Panthers, Young goes to Texans, and Richardson goes to Lions. How are you ranking them? Long term? Uh for, for like me, wait, yeah, for like fantasy. 
if we're talking long-term fantasy, so like dynasty fantasy, I'd probably go like if I was drafting him right now, like if we're yeah. at the draft, yeah. I would probably take Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. And then I'd go. I think I'd go it's hard. I think I go Stroud over Young. I think I'm actually yeah. like opposite of Shane. I think I like the Panther situation more than the Texans. I feel like I'm that's where I'm leaning now too. And I think their coach is Frank Reich now too. Mm-hmm. I, I still like Frank Reich. I still think he's a good coach and could do something uh, pretty solid with a uh, rookie quarterback, especially with the team they got going. Um, if it lands like that, I'm going to be fascinated to see how the community shifts their market for them. I think we're getting Shane into some research now. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're doing his homework for him. <laughs> I just, I wanted to um, say two things. That yeah. You, you know, you guys and the rest of the fantasy world that listens to this podcast, because this is, you know, in the, a nationwide yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, naturally. Yeah. Um, we're huge in India. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one you know one of the quarterbacks on my roster is not going to be on my roster next year <gasps> i'm not saying that it, it is or isn't sam darnold but <laughs> one of them is not going to be on my roster next year uh and two my money was on tyler huntley <laughs> anthony richardson had a career college completion percentage of 54 percent. yeah i it's the passing is the it it's really funny that's how much his athleticism is speaking up for his hype right now is like the passing is the biggest question mark and he's still getting like top 10 consideration because like he's got a cannon and there's like bits of film where he just puts a ball like perfectly like 50 yards downfield in the guy's hands but then like two plays later he's like completely missing i also i will say one last thing on why shane's closer to competing than i thought uh mostly because i scrolled down to the bottom of his team uh, he has Tyler on IR, Javante Williams on IR, and Chris Olave was on his taxi. So that's three players also that I wasn't necessarily considering earlier. Because, um, like, to me, then, if Kyler comes back and he's, like, your number one QB, then you have Pickett and Stroud as your number two. And then... Well, I you... mean, Murray's definitely not playing next year. He I mean, sorry, I, I, meant, I meant, like, next year as in... The league starting in 2024, or the week the season starting. Oh, so, okay. like, so, like, yeah, so two, that, se- two football seasons, yeah, two se- football seasons from now, not this next upcoming one, but the one after, yeah. Um, and like, I think Stroud will be in a better spot than Richardson, theoretically. But just come to play devil's advocate to that thought process, <laughs> not to uh, classic shame. This is uh, not exposing <laughs> what I'm thinking or anything, but no, no, of course not. We want to do that. Why wouldn't I want to take the chance on someone that's more developmental? Because I mean, in either scenario, I I can store them on my taxi squad, and I, the points don't count against me. But if I'm not going to make use of them for at least a year, why not take the chance on the higher risk quarterback and see how he does? Because if I'm picking top three next year, then I can still potentially have a shot at one of the top quarterbacks next year. That's exactly what I was saying before too. Yeah, I guess that's like... why. That's why I think Richardson's like. Depending landing spot, I think he's firmly in play here. But I think it's safer right now to put just Stroud in this. That's why, yeah, I think yeah. that for me was dependent on landing spot. If Richardson gets in the landing spot I like, I'm all for it. 
but I don't necessarily think you're top three the following year with this team. It's because like this, like last year you had a lobby on your taxi and Williams was hurt a lot. And those will both be factoring in now into your potential points for draft position. Plus, you got to hit on one of these second round picks. Like, <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> there's there's, there's going to be at least one contributor from the second round of the draft for you. <laughs> last thing before we uh, move on to the next pick, because I uh, I, I want to just say this, because this is the only <laughs> list I could really find. I've been trying to find a better list. <clears throat> Quarterbacks that have had a 50, in the 50s percentage uh, completion in college that went on to the NFL. And again, this, this is definitely a, I don't know if this is an entire list or a complete list, but Josh McCown. Stud. Tyrod Taylor. Also stud. Uh, Matt Ryan technically counts. He was at 59.9%. Um, Jay Cutler. Oh, God. David Garrard. Stud. Matthew Stafford. Okay. Actually stud. Trent Edwards. Oh. Was it, wasn't David Garrard not bad for a while? Maybe. I think he was all right, but I don't, I don't think. I think great. you questioning him says enough. <laughs> well, that was also before I was like as invested in fantasy, and so it's like I don't know what he was like fantasy was. Anybody else, Shane? Um, yes, Derek Anderson, mm-hmm. Carson Palmer. Okay, not okay. bad. Um, Colin Kaepernick, not bad. J.P. Lossman. Wow. That's a name. Uh, Joey Harrington. Oh, man. Kyle Orton. (laughs) All these names. I can't handle these. Uh, Michael Vick. All right. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Well, Quincy Carter. I don't even know that. I remember him. He was a great dual threat quarterback. Was he Dallas? Uh, no, George. Leave it to Max. Be like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what uh, NFL quarterback he Uh, he played for. I remember him. Uh, yeah, he was a Dallas still, quarterback. There's still more. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Nice. Chad Henney. Josh Freeman. Hmm. And that's all that's on this list. So, really, really solid company, one could say. So, I mean, at least... I can't like, tell with... Shane's arguing for Richardson now or against Richardson. Well, see, at least with... <laughs> Vic is kind of a class of his own. And, like, some of the other ones shared some of these traits, too. But, like... Some of those guys made up for with made up for their lack of passability with their like out of the pocket and like scrambling ability and elite yeah. athleticism. So like, I mean, and Richardson tested off the charts like all around and like size wise and like it is fascinating. And you're also doing homework for me for my 103 <laughs> and the other league. So like I said, I just I just wanted to present that list. I like it impartially. <laughs> <laughs> Quincy Carter. That one threw me off the most. Um, All right. Pick four. Yeah, pick four. Back to Max. Pick four is, as soon as I pull up the draft board, Eric Serrani. Let's see. So I don't, man, I mean, like, I I feel like I could just make it quick and just go off of everything we just talked about. He's got Brissett, Foles, Carr, Jackson, Gino. He needs a quarterback. I was gonna go JSN here originally, but I think I'm gonna give him Richardson here. Um, huh. I I just like I I I don't know changing. I feel like 
in the stage of career that like Derek Carr is in, when you start changing teams, I don't know how much more of a productive fantasy player you're going to become forever long. You're going to be in the league. I don't know how often that really works out. Um, and then Lamar's situation just doesn't. I mean, Lamar is a great fantasy player, but like it doesn't feel good right now. And like that's his only quarterback right now that you feel good about, like of over a longer term investment. Everyone else, like. I just don't really see them too far into the future. Um, I feel like, because to me, I'm, I'd be debating between Richardson and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I feel like he's got some really good receiver options or like, I, I would, I think it'd be more worth it to take the swing on Richardson here for him. All right, I'm going to throw it out here because I think it's a fun conversation. Jameer Gibbs. I was going to suggest that. What, 104? Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know if it's smart, necessarily. I don't either. I, I like it, though. <laughs> I think uh... Eric wants Eric wants to win. I don't think Eric will ever have the mindset that he's going to be retooling until he has to retool. Which is like kind of what happened this year. I feel like he yeah. was still trying to win all his games until he was like legitimately just out of it, and then he made the trade for Ridley. And I actually don't even remember how he got Deontay Johnson, but that was me. He made those trades. I'm pretty sure they were like right at at the end once he yep. finally realized that he was out. And so I I could see him picking Gibbs as like someone that could potentially help him win now. That's what I was thinking. Coming year, uh, like his team. I mean, just looking at some of the names, especially if Calvin Ridley comes back with Lawrence having developed and kind of broken out a bit. If Ridley's anything like what he was before he had the suspension year, um, I mean, his defense is still not bad. Joey Bosa sitting down on his bench. Yeah, but he's hurt all um, the time. True. Uh, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about if the angle would be putting more making this pick for more of a competitive year this year i would still go jsn over gibbs i don't really I th- yeah i think i think jsn you see him starting over in that's my question um, to me gibbs has I'm, an easier path to starting right now let me look at his actual so here, i can read it off so his, his starting lineup right now is two running backs is tony pollard jk dobbins mm-hmm. then his wide receivers are brand ayuk T. Higgins, Drake London, Calvin Ridley are his four wide receivers. And then he has Mark Andrews for tight end. And he has Deontay Johnson. And he has Deontay Johnson. And he has Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Tony's a a mark. Yeah, I agree. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying, like, Tony's his sixth wide receiver, which is a not bad sixth wide receiver to have. Yes. I still think. I still think JSN offers a higher floor than Gibbs will year one. And I think he could still address running back at the one, two turn and get a guy that will be put up in a situation to contribute. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I like Gibbs. I think he's really good. I think he could be a bit of a specialist year one, depending on what, his landing spots going to matter a lot. Yeah, like, I guess he's like, yeah. he's a really good, pass catching running back and he's not the biggest running back either so like i think he'll get decent capital and you'll land and like i think he'll get passing work but like 
I think JSN is going to land in a spot where they're going to scheme for him like more than he'll get more opportunities to provide plays. And I think Gibbs will, if you're going the, the immediate contributor route, I still think I put Richardson here for him right now, but I think it'd be between those two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Max is drafting for him and yeah, you're we're, Eric we're right allowed now. to have opinions, even if they're wrong. So agreed. That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're back over to Shane uh, for 1.5, which would have been Jamie, but he traded that over to Kyle. So Kyle's got his second pick of the first round. Yeah, he is. After taking Wait, so Max, <laughs> all jokes aside, who did you actually take? He took Richardson. Richardson, yeah. yeah so I'm, have... I'm writing I'm writing these down. Are you writing them down, Seth? No, I'm just trying my best to remember. I was not expecting a man. Four might be my limit for remembering, and it's been easy because it's Bijan and the three-quarterback. <laughs> so... Shane, do you not like that drink? I was expecting a different drink, not a mango white claw. And obviously I grabbed a white claw. <laughs> I thought I grabbed a Bud Light. This is the content we've always needed oh. for this pod. Uh, all right. So you pick Richardson. Three quarterbacks uh, straight yeah. or off the board. Yeah. <laughs> the running so, back and then the three QBs. I mean. Oh, man. That sucks Kyle. For Kyle. Just, yeah, that's yeah. really unfortunate. I think Kyle's sitting here hoping to get one of those three at this point. I think it's a little early to be going for uh, you know Levi, the Levi jeans. But <laughs> man, the Dynasty community hates him. They, I feel like they want to see him fail. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I don't really have an opinion of him to be honest. But like with so with the emphasis on quarterback in a two QP league, like. You, you gotta take chances on these people. Like, I don't know. I, I, like, even for when I drafted Wilson, whenever that was last year, two years ago, like, I'm pretty sure I would make the same draft pick almost like eight or nine times out of 10, just because that's how important QB is. And this, I think it's too early to take him here because I think there's still some other value on the board. Like, I, he really Kyle just needs talent on his team still, so I yep. think he's going JSN here since Richardson's off the board. Um, but that being said, I, you know, QB is obviously important, but JSN. I would pick JSN for him. Right. Oh, so I guess I should probably go again here since Seth is on the clock at one of the six. Um, well, I mean, tell us, Seth. Yeah, Seth, it. tell us. Uh, um, Will Anderson. Will Anderson. <laughs> You're not doing that yet. Um, I think this is prob. I'm looking at his lineup right now. This is probably Gibbs. Um, yeah. Interesting. I mean. <laughs> I is this draft is so freaking weird, man. I just I don't. I despite however much research you've done up to this point, and then by the time the draft comes around, I think you'll come around to the idea of having a hard time letting Gibbs get past this spot if he falls to you. Um, yeah. I feel like there's like a. I think once you get past one or six, ish in this draft it gets 
super dicey. Um, so I'm going to put Gibbs here just like best available and, you know, see what happens. I mean, you, running backs, you you need them early and you need as much as you can get that are going to be in like meaningful situations. So I'm going to give you Gibbs here. That's interesting. I, I, uh, I honestly have no idea what I'm doing here. Um, <laughs> I know you don't, but yeah, I think was, this is another tough one for Seth. I feel like, yeah, because like I think I was the only team starting four running backs at this point <laughs> last year. So like I don't, I'm not particularly worried about my running back depth. It can go so quick though. Yeah, yeah wide no, I agree. Though, like, I you're you're in a spot that I feel like you're picking just truly BPA right now. Yeah, like, yeah, I think that's right. Wide right. receivers aren't the best, but like you have at least three that you can start any given week and uh, maybe Dotson takes a step up too mm-hmm. um, or Mooney or one of those two. And then you've got four. So I, I think you truly can take BPA here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think this is also the point and probably the real NFL draft too, with like the players we'd be picking where just so much comes down to landing spot, landing spot and capital. I think yep. it matters because there's like, I don't have it off the top of my head. There's just like historical context for when some of these guys get drafted. Once you get past like day two, it starts like likelihood of success like plummets. Yeah. For like four through seven guys. I will say, not that I'm known for being a homer or anything, <laughs> but if the Pats happen to pick a wide receiver at 14. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Would you want that pass receiver? Yeah, yeah. you uh, might as well just like pick the last. Yeah, because person then in twenty twenty four, I can pick the new Pats quarterback, and it'll be fine. Uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> I think if you if you scroll to the bottom of sleeper and pick whichever name is there, you'll have a better chance of success than that Pats wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shane and I would never draft the Steelers quarterback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would also never draft a Patriots first round quarterback. Uh, okay. So I just went for you. So Seth, you go. I yeah, didn't think out of order here, but. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, actually here, I'll just, I'll go for T.O. And then Shane can go back and then I'll go back for Jordan. So we just kind of swapped it all around. Then you can end it. It's actually Serrani again. Oh, this Serrani again. Okay. Yeah. So I'm picking for T.O. at 107. Ugh. As you no, can tell, I'm telling you, done our research. This it's even if you've done your research, you just don't like this point of the draft. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I want to be in this area all day long. <laughs> Man. Honestly. He's got Debo sitting there in Hopkins. I was going to take wide receiver and be like, that seems like the easy call, but he has both Hopkins and Debo just chilling on his bench. Is there a world? He needs a quarterback. He needs I a quarterback. About to say, I was about to say I'm taking Will. I don't, think, I don't think Levis slips past here. I don't think he does either. Um, like I, was initially like, I was initially saying Will Levis is the easy one, and then I kind of flipped to maybe wide receiver, but then I flipped back to Will Levis. Yeah, I think... He also needs a running back. I we might see the first year that 
Theo really starts to fall off. That that might be a bold statement right now, but it's very his, bold. His roster is close. hanging on right yeah. now. His running back situation is not the best. Blow it up, Theo. Blow it up, Theo. Trade Mahomes, Theo. Blow it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Take See, that's levers. the thing, right? Is is does he try to eke out everything he's got left at this point and go for like one more shot at the chip? If it's the, if he if he does, even does that for him at this point. I mean, I think you just kind of have to take uh, running. But Holmes, Mahomes always give him a shot to a degree. Yeah, like I would just say like Zach Charbonnet just to get a running back to fill in there. Gives you the best shot. I mean, yeah. Because I don't know what else. Like the receivers. he's He'd have to unload a lot to not be awkwardly in the middle. Like if <laughs> – I mean, his he, defense again is... He has too much good, too many good players on his team to not compete right now. He would have to be like... That's my issue. And like, is Will Levis really the guy where it's like, yeah, I'm fine just hanging on to him for a year and not trying to just do everything I can to go all in, you know? Like, it. I think that was a much harder conversation to have with like somebody like Richardson. But like... I mean, this is, I think, where it's a perfect scenario where he could like... If someone wants, someone likes someone in this spot... And once he go get Levis, like he can trade out for immediate, like yeah, and make it feel less bad for taking Sharpie yeah. or something. Like that's, I think that's the but... move for him. Like obviously, like we have to assign him a player in this spot, but like ideally, I feel like he trades that pick for uh, a already established player because I think he's his team is too good already I to know. like. I, I think I disagree. I like there's too <laughs> there's too much history behind To that for me to feel comfortable saying that. And and this team because I know it wasn't always To, but man, if you just like break just to break this down quickly, he only has two startable quarterbacks. I know one of them is at least a fifty percent chance of not playing this upcoming season. In my opinion, because it seems like trade talks are pretty stagnant, and the Jets are actually being smart and not caving to the demands of the Packers right now. Then you go to his running backs. Cook. Well, I guess what do you think? Already, the Pack, what do you think the Packers do though? I mean, it's not like they. Would I mean, they already they've they've publicly committed to Jordan Love. They they can't start Aaron Rodgers at this point, even if the trade doesn't go. It's through. gotta be Love. I mean, the Packers do Packers things, so, but like, like you, the, the that's both, so much like, money to have on your roster, just not playing for a year. But then you. You, you don't get a chance to evaluate Jordan Love. And now... No, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like... And I'm not saying, like, it's the right choice or not the right choice. It's just, like, we would have never seen anything like that with just, like, a healthy player yeah. making that much money just but hanging I, out. And I think that the reality is at the the trade is going to happen. The, yeah, the Packers are going to come to that realization that, like, they need to lower their demands because... As much as the Jets need Aaron Rodgers, the Packers need to get Aaron Rodgers off the team equally. So I, I think a trade happens regardless. It's going to take some time. But that being said, as it stands, there is still a reality where he stays on the Packers and sits out the year and potentially even just retires. So yeah. that's concerning thing number one. Then we go to his running backs. 
Dalvin Cook news already is saying he's a cut candidate before the draft. Yep. If he gets cut, no one's signing him until after the draft, and therefore, presumably, all the running back slots are filled after the draft. So he's at best going into even more of a timeshare than he already was, and he has an injury concern. Miles Sanders, he had a solid year last year. Really tough to predict what he's going to do in Carolina at this point. So who I think knows he's pretty safely at least like the number one there. Unless they, I, I think so. But one. in terms of his fantasy production, sure. I don't know sure. how high he'll what's go, he but it, yeah, he'll have he'll have a workload. But like, I don't know if he's going to be a league winner. He has Rashad Penny. I mean, he's like he could pop off every couple of games, but he's not going to be a consistent mm-hmm. contributor. And Ezekiel Elliott is a free agent right now. So his, his running backs are hurting. And you go to his wide receivers. Well, he has also has uh, Mostert and Jeff Wilson. So he's got the Dolphins running back. Mostert was doing well before he got hurt. Okay. That's, That's always the story, though. That's the That's thing. Fair. Yeah. Going to his wide receivers, Hopkins. I mean, he's who knows even who he's playing for going into the next season or if yep. he's still any good anymore because – he was what he sat out most of this last year because his his suspension. Mm-hmm. He has Cup. Cup's good, obviously. Tyreek Hill, he's good. Samuel is good. Watson was very touchdown dependent, so he's yeah. got like he's got three very good receivers. That's probably going to those three, Mahomes and Kelsey are going to kind of bolster his offensive points moving forward, but. You don't have a, a a solid, dependable second QB. You don't have really a lot of dependable running backs. Like that's a lot of offensive points that you're missing out on. We know defense changes pretty drastically year in and year out. If his takes even somewhat of a step back, like I could see him being a fringe playoff. So game. like, what I th- I think the perfect scenario, and it's hard to look at a team that matches a scenario for him, is. I, I still think he just – he needs a quarterback, another quarterback, and he needs running back help. I don't know – I think your best chance at getting something valuable, like serviceable with that first-round pick is to address quarterback because I don't – I think running back, you can, like, depending on the week you need them, you can snag some here or there off waivers, whatever it may be. Like, you have to find a team that – somehow has a little bit of extra quarterback depth to spare that would want to take that spot at 107 to go like get a Will Levis or something and trade off an older quarterback that they're not going to need right now because they're not likely as good of a competitor. And I think just like at face value, like if he were to trade with like Sarani, like what if he gave what I don't know how Derek it would, that's what I'm looking yeah, at. I'm looking at Derek Carr. I'm looking at Derek Carr for 107. I don't. I think that would be off the top of my head. I think that's a wow. A I don't good really scenario. like that idea at all. I I really like that that thought process. I was gonna say, or, I mean, try to work something out for the future. But if you're trying to go all in, for me, it's and it's my pick anyways, I guess. But it'd be draft Charbonnet, try to use some of the 2024 capital or something, and get go for Carr. That's also possible too. I think those. One then you bolster scenarios. your running back with your pick. And you then get a second quarterback through trade. Yeah. So I'm I'm very curious to see how he decides to approach that. 
but yeah, it's your pick in the end. So do you think he's going Charbonnet? I'm I'm going. I don't think I don't necessarily think he's doing it, but I'm picking Charbonnet here. Okay. Like if I'm I am to right now. That's my strategy is I draft Charbonnet here and then I try to find the QB two. It is. Yep. I think like last word on this. I think it's really interesting. I think it's the first year where T.O. is like really going to have to think about how he approaches the season. I Other think than just like doing yeah. his crazy waiver wire for depth. He always does, which I love yeah. to do. <laughs> so I think it's hilarious. It's uh, awesome. But he's had such a solid top end team just set all the time i think we need to get through this first round and then i want because i think of the shift we're seeing (laughs) i want to see i want to see where our heads are at with where the tiers are at with like like off the cuff where you think what yeah where the league is sitting at because with this shift that we're talking about with to's franchise like he was just perpetually at the top but i think we're seeing a little bit of a shift here i want to know what our thoughts are with where we are We'll turn this uh, from a mock draft pod into a first round mock draft pod, and then we'll just talk about the state of the league. Also, no, I, no, no yeah. one wants to hear Shane's team draft just yeah, that's also order true. the top players left in the second round. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly a very good point. All right, let's go through these last three. So, sh- Max, you're up. Max is up? Shane's up. Uh, I think Shane. Shane, you're up okay. uh, at 108, picking for Michael. Yeah, this is a. I think this draft has fallen nicely for him here. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think he doubles down on the quarterbacks. He, I could see him potentially going on Jordan Addison here, but um, I, I think his team with the trade he made with Jordan at the end of the season, to me, he's he's thrown in the towel for uh, at least another couple of years rebuild. I think you take your chance on another quarterback here and you get Levis. Yeah. I think it's good, um, especially if rumors are, especially with the top three quarterbacks being gone, if the Titans get Will, um, you can pair him up with his uh, his uh, boy out of Arkansas. I'm saying boy out of Arkansas because I'm blanking on his name. He went to Kentucky. No, I know Will what... did. He's tra- he's pairing with Traylon Burks. I'm saying if Will Levis gets drafted by the Titans, you can trade him with Tra- Traylon Burks, who's on Michael's team. Oh, last, last okay. year in the draft, Michael had I all thought, the training yeah, yeah, staff yeah. to get I thought, Burks. I thought you were that saying that Levis. I thought you were saying Levis and Burks were tied together in college. No, like, Michael's boy from yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There were too many hisses in that statement, and that yeah. was my fault. <laughs> uh, Have you guys really quickly on Levis? Like, I it's been all over social media for a while. Just a kind of like a weird dude he is. Have you seen the coffee thing he does? No. Uh, it's gross he put i i don't know how much i believe he actually does this like regularly but does like, he eat the grounds no he you'll never guess what he puts in his coffee he puts mayo in his coffee oh <laughs> and there's a video <laughs> there's a video also of him eating a banana like with like the outer layer on he just bites it I... off and like squeezes the banana I didn't watch the video, but I, I read the title of the video, and I, I don't. That was... Oh god! <laughs> oh god! It's <laughs> like yeah. dry heaving. That's oh, so bad. You guys need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I did. It's a part yeah, of your I life now. Whether you like it or not. You know, in his defense, that. Whoa! That's... Where no, are you on. going with that, this? That's like it's like creamer, right? Creamer's just fat. It's uh, nothing fat. like creamer. <laughs> You Shane, you like, hate coffee. Uh, you don't yeah, drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. But like <laughs> the the substance of creamers is 
It's got to be similar to Fine. mayo, right? Maybe try it and see if it changes your mind about coffee and you like coffee now because there's uh, mayo Please don't. It. I don't want there to be any <laughs> chance that Shane likes this. <laughs> this does not need to be a thing in the world. If that's the only way I can drink coffee moving forward. That'd be hilarious. Oh, That'd be God. so funny. His sugars. Okay. I just, you guys need to know that we can move on to 109 <laughs> now. Okay. Yeah. Um. I guess, oh yeah, that was going to be me and then Max, you end it. Okay, okay, so back to Sarani. That'd be even more interesting if Sarani trades for one of the seven steals, one of the nine right there. Um, so, okay, so Sarani already got Richardson, right? Yeah, we gave him Richardson. Okay, so in that case... So he got his quarterback replacement if if he did do the scenario where he traded Carr to T.O., but that's... So like, honestly, I'm kind of annoyed now because I, mean, I was I was arguing for him to potentially take Gibbs, and he missed out on Gibbs, and then he just missed out on Charbonnet. <laughs> That's um, your fault. Yeah, I know this. <laughs> Eric Seth is really pissed at To Seth. Um, <laughs> man, hmm. this is like I don't really. This round, this. Once, this area sucks. I don't really want, Man's like, Addison. Oh. This, it might be defense. Um, I don't know, but I feel like it, both Eric and Kyle would rather invest in offense here. But... Yeah, I agree. It's just like... Anderson like, is, like, the blue chip, like, defensive prospect. But, that's like, the thing. Is like Anderson's I... one of those, like, can't-miss guys, it seems like. I I could see we saw what Michael like we saw what Michael Parsons single handedly did for TO's defense. Yeah, can you just trade him to me already, TO? Do I have to text <laughs> you again this year? <laughs> yeah, you probably will. Yeah, probably. And I have a feeling Anderson's gonna get the whole double designation between DL and linebacker. Oh, can you imagine if he goes to Detroit too? I want everybody oh. to go to Detroit. <laughs> uh there are restrictions to the amount of people they can draft in one draft spot. You match. shut your mouth. <laughs> I think it like, I kind of think it just has to be like, honestly, if we're getting down to BPA, I feel like it's Anderson. Uh, Especially with how many points, good, really good edge rushers slash linebackers just put up. They are edge rushers. Really good. Like plug and play edge rushers are so hard to find in this league where you just like yeah. set it and forget it. I mean, Addison, I still think is going to get first round uh, yeah. capital. Right. But we were just talking about like how DP is a wide receiver. And like at that point, do we think the difference, like is Addison going to put up more than these guys? Like, it, it, like, will he, like he's four deep at wide receiver, in my opinion. Is Addison going to put up that many more points than them? That's not yeah. worth just taking Anderson. Man, I'm just, just going to lock it in, I think. I think I'm going to lock in Anderson here. Seth, I think last year when we did this, too. I, I think, think I also, also was like the ninth pick and just put the defense in there. Well, you, I think you plugged in the first IDP player in our mock last year, too. It just has to be. <laughs> well, and also because there's always one in the first round. Oh, yeah. Every year, I think it's, it's, it's always, always like the ninth or tenth pick. Yeah, it's, it's always, always at one. the very end of the first round is when the first IDP guy goes. Jamie started like, by like trade or no, he, actually, he, start, he did. He technically Chase Young. Jamie Chase started Young. 
Well, I was going to yep. say even before that, because didn't he absurdly pick in like the startup draft, the very first one, uh, JJ, JJ Watt? Watt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I think JJ that, really that, started the run. That, that was when our off. defensive scoring was absurd. That was it was absurd. so. But like, that <laughs> was, it was, I definitely overtuned it in that first It was year. absurd, but that was also when Watt was like uh, on yeah, a historical also... pace. He was like 20 plus sacks. So he was like double dipping and this absurd it was a rare combination of seth having no idea what he's doing with idp <laughs> and running into like a potential mvp season for one of the best <laughs> defensive linemen of all time it was he got <laughs> remember, so many points from him. like it's just uh, that's like also nutty, added everything remember that because yeah. mfl did the other thing i was gonna say cause like they're like the nutty defensive games you would have yeah. people scoring like 50 <laughs> or 60 points, points and you're just <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck? <laughs> it was like a single tackle got you like six points. My quarterback put up five points this week, but Watt yeah. saved me with a 60-point game. Yeah. One sack would be like 10 plus. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. it, would, it would count for sack, tackle for loss. And tackle. <laughs> yeah. Well, David got forced fumble, then he recovered oh, it, God. and then took it back for a touchdown. <laughs> He won you the week. <laughs> oh, we should go back to those oh, settings man. just for like one week. That would be, be hilarious. Funny. That'd be very funny. Oh, yeah. The, um, that's the theme for the week. We just, it's just a high inflation scoring. Swap it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, man. All that being said, I think I'm going to take Will Anderson. Like, I just, I think like we got the thing to help help down the future with Anthony Richardson. And now I'm just not excited enough by any of those wide receiver prospects or. Josh Down, not Josh Downs. Uh, who's the next running back? Was, oh, sorry. Uh, Is it Devon Achain? A- a- he's tiny. He's tiny. He's and tiny, like, tiny. I'm just not excited by any of those guys enough. I think to just go over like the potential that Anderson has as a defensive wrecker. Wait, what the heck was that name you said? Devon. Uh, Devin. That's the next one. Achain. The next running back. Yeah, after Charbonnet. Oh, as long as my boy's not moving up, yeah, hopefully I get him in the second round. Oh, I know who you want. You want uh, you say the last name. I can't. Abenakanda. Yeah, him. He's fast. Abenakanda. He's not moving up in the first round. He'll be one of your second round picks. I'm like guaranteeing that that guy ends up on Shane's team this year. <laughs> Why do you want him? Oh, from Pitt. Dude, he like okay. tested so much better than everyone expected. He like kind of yeah. crushed his testing, and he had. Phenomenal production this last year at Pitt. All right, you know what? You've convinced me. Pick nine. <laughs> uh, no. All right, Max, close up this mock draft so we can talk about the state of the league a bit before okay. we hop off. I mean, this is easy. <laughs> we already if, do have like an hour runtime. Yeah, one time. It's just gonna, if he's still on the board, I'm giving him uh, Jordan Addison. Yeah, I think it's easy. Yeah, it's fair. Um, just best player available, round one draft capital, and he just needs as many good players as he can get. On his team, yeah, so. and I think we're running into somebody that like could use a, run, a wide receiver that projects out pretty well. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's easy. sad that he didn't make it to me in the second round. It's very possible <laughs> that he still does, though. Shane's gonna get all the. It's funny players. to me because like make it to me in the second round just means pass pick ten. <laughs> and then yeah. Shane just vacuums in all the players. So, <laughs> oh, I that draft board is nauseating to look at. Um, but Max and I did the live stream for the draft. I'm just going to put the stream on break time and then we'll come back after an hour <laughs> and see if Shane's finished making all of his picks. Well, it's time, uh, right? How much time is each pick? I, th- I was thinking I was going to do like five minutes per pick. I want to make sure there's like maybe, I don't know. I like it's a hard balance between wanting to make sure there's enough time for people to like react to a pick and then negotiate a trade. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we tried that the one year. Could, like, and we didn't... Can you tier it? Like, can you give more time to the early? I think rounds? I can like pause it, change the time, and then unpause it again. So like, I could do that. I could do like yeah. a 10 minutes for the first round, pause the draft, especially because the second round's like <laughs> pretty much just you. I think you'll know what's coming <laughs> in terms of picks. <laughs> and so <laughs> we can do five minutes for the second round and go back up to 10 minutes and <laughs> for the third. Until we past we, we need uh, to find some investment for the second round. Like we being everybody else, but Shane, since he's going to be picking the entire round, I think we need to set an over under how many of these he actually picks. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> since Jamie has the official position as the league's uh, gambling of, uh, guy, we can yeah. bring Jamie in as a guest for the second round. And he can just come up with prop bets for us for all of Shane's. I hate just get make make him actually. Like, I'm gonna text Jamie about that right for, now. Give him to do prop bets for the entire draft. I think there Ooh, needs to be a line yeah, set. Yeah, we can have Jamie in. I like that a lot. I think there needs to be one specific line for over under on like four and a half or five and a half picks that Shane keeps from the second round. But yeah, I feel like that's. One of those two is definitely a good line. Yeah. It's going to be hard hard to get rid of 2.1, 2.2, and 2.3, but back half. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. That's so hard for you. <laughs> if, Jamie actually, if Jamie actually comes up with prop bets, I probably... My, take my sloppy seconds here. I don't want them. <laughs> take my <laughs> I'd probably bet actual money on Jamie prop bets he's made with odds because it would be kind of fun. It would... It, it would absolutely be fun. I'm totally down for it. Question but, is, what's the house money? <laughs> Who's getting the money? Man, that's future us to figure out. True. Um. All right, stay of the league. Stay of the league. Okay. Who do you guys think? Who's the favorite? If you look right now, who's, who's your gut check for the favorite? I think I gotta say. Hold up. Oh, you can say Seth. Sorry. I think it's Jamie. Jamie's one of my easy up ones. I've been saying Jamie for the past like two years, I think. I mean, he made that trade for Hertz mm-hmm. with the Hertz breakout. McCaffrey on San Francisco just looked dirty. Waddle. I feel like it's still going to mix in. Mix in. Henry is chilling on his bench. Mix it. Henry just got hurt. <laughs> Mix it. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, Dude, his running backs are just like stupid. Taylor. Taylor has to bounce back, but he's Jonathan yeah. Taylor, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. It's just nutty. <laughs> I'm assuming James Conner's probably still going to get a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah. Well, especially with Martin Murray hurt. Like, Connor's going to be having to do shit because the quarterback's not throwing much. <laughs> P. Ryan might finally be. Oh wait, no, he's not on Cincinnati anymore. Never mind. I think his offensive potential is just like so high that like it's going to negate some of like I think the holes he has on his defensive side of his team. Um, yeah, but like he could fill those in. He could. He definitely could. Like it's, it's way easier to fill in the defensive yeah, holes. It's cheaper for him to fill in those holes for sure. Yeah. Oh man, this is tough. I don't know if there's a clear favorite. I don't think yeah. there is either, but I want to know who you guys are thinking. They so, slot within right Jamie's now. Jamie's up there for me. Um, honestly, Here, here's my here's my top. Okay. Oh wait. Oh, <laughs> I need like five. Five minutes. Like no, yeah, I was gonna say five minutes, but I realize that's a lot. Thirty seconds. 
there's not a ton of depth kind of everybody's kind of hurting for quarterback depth honestly out of the favorites so that's why i was saying like i don't think people are as far off as they think they are i think it's up for grabs i really do too so i think jamie and jordan are up there and then shit i gotta look at jordan's team honestly if purdy comes back and he's healthy that's huge for aaron Oh, I think they're already saying that Purdy's going to be out. How long? He's going to miss time. That's going to happen, I think. He's good, too. I thought there was conversation about him potentially being ready for the season to start. Maybe I'm misremembering. Let's see. From April 14th. James is probably counting the amount of seconds that have gone by since I said <laughs> probably is. Sure he'll text me like, hey, it was actually 45 seconds, Shane. <laughs> well, now you just gave him a reason to rewind it and go back and actually yeah, count absolutely. it. Yeah, now you actually want right, to do it. Here's, here's my gut. I think Seth is a Dark Horse favorite. <clears throat> Interesting. I, I, I can see the championship is going to be two of these three teams. I, Max, I'm sorry. I don't think you're going to be included. I think it's going to be two wow. of Seth, Jamie, I forgot about Max, and Aaron. <laughs> Max, I think you're close in there. And I think I would switch you with Aaron depending on the QB health for Aaron. Do you have Jordan there? Or was that just the three? I already forget who I said. I saw <laughs> Jamie, I Seth, Aaron. I think I think Jordan's team is good. He's obviously going to be a playoff team. Um, I'm concerned about what Aaron Jones is going to do if Aaron mm. Rodgers isn't there. Um, obviously, Kirk Cousins. You know he's reliable, but I feel like there's always going to be rumors circulating about what he's doing and if he's going to keep playing for them or not. Um, and then Kamara is another one. He was disappointing last year. I feel like he could be continue to be disappointing. He has the court cases too. Yep. I don't know if he's going to be suspended or not. He's got Olukan or whatever, how we pronounce his name. So like his defense is going to be bolstered by him alone. But and Bolton and Bolton, yeah. But I I just I feel like he had a lot. He had some luck towards the end of the year with. Some of those players that propelled him into the championship that I could see, see kind that's of taking the opposite turn next year. That's how, that's how I felt about Aaron's team a bit last year. Like he had that insane, insane game against me in the playoffs where he put up like a historically high number. Um, but I think. If I'm picking a favor right now, I think I would put Jamie at the top. I think his ceiling is just so freaking high with his offense. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I'm just overly optimistic about my team. No, I don't I, think you. Oh, your team. Sorry. I think I no, yeah. Jamie. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I still think I can get to the finals, and I'm not gonna like try and bolster my team up too much here but like i the i think the cards were there for the playoffs 
for me last year and I just ran into Aaron and his insane game last year. And I trust me, I spent a lot of time looking at like how the, the playoffs could have uh, mapped out. And if Jamie just would have made George Kittle start against him in that first round and knocked him out, I would have had, I would have beaten Jamie second round and I would have beaten whoever in the championship too. Um, but I still think I, I, there's definitely some weird variables on my team to see how, how like I'm like Goff and Wilson in particular to see how they respond this year. But I still think there's some depth to make a run this year, but I still think Jamie's my favorite. I think I'm somewhere in that top three. And then I do like Seth I've... as a dark horse. I think Seth could take a leap this year for sure. Oh, thanks guys. Yeah, I think uh... you, <clears throat> I will have a better idea of my opinion of your team after two or three weeks of preseason, Max. Because the things I'm concerned about the most right now is Barkley not signing the franchise tag, yeah. Eckler wanting a trade, and who knows what he's going to do if that doesn't happen. I think he's already come out said he's coming back to L.A., I think. Has he? Okay, I have not followed that up. Yeah. And then Swift's continued either injury or lack of usage. Yeah. And that's also, totally fair. I will say, since you were kind of talking about Aaron and his playoff thing, you also benefit a lot from that late season pickup of McKinnon and McKinnon getting to the Chiefs. That's he why was, he was putting up massive points and he's no longer, he's not on the Chiefs again anymore. And so he's back to being a free yeah. agent. Yeah. I mean, um, I, yeah, I was, I was, those, those are two separate times. And I would, that was a clearly a push for the playoff type of move that wasn't, no, I know, but I'm I'm just I'm just saying like those points like don't necessarily transfer over into this season. Um and yeah. I think actually I, put... I think your receivers honestly are the position group I'm most worried about. Yeah. Because... And I still I had a lot of points on the bench last year too, or like IR I lost out on, but uh there's is there's a lot of variation for my team this year, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Like, gonna, I mean, you're gonna be the playoff teams are gonna be you two, Jamie, Aaron, T.O., and Jordan. I think that's like. I mean, I think Serrani has a chance to sneak in there. I like. I kind of like that. I was gonna. I was gonna say though, does your opinion on favorites change <clears throat> if and when Rodgers goes to the Jets? If hmm. Rodgers goes to the Jets, where does that put T.O.? I, I think T.O. goes into the top. And I mean, so this is hard. I, I, my, I so here, here's my, the, this is my top three, assuming completely healthy and everyone plays as is. Jamie, T.O., and honestly, probably Max's team. Yeah, that seems fair. But I, I even with there's a lot of running back marks. situation, there's a lot of, I, I think he just has, like you get so many fucking points from Mahomes and yeah. Kelsey and uh, who else did I already say he had? I can't. Maybe remember. Rogers, if he's yeah, on the Jets. Rogers. If Zeke goes back to the Cowboys and just kind of keeps sitting there and collecting touchdowns. I mean, uh, it's I, I essentially think... until until To proves us wrong. Like that's a Tyreek Hill, a, a top three. Yeah, he does have. I for some reason I was thinking Jamie had Tyreek Hill, but yeah, he did have Ty, Tyreek Hill. But I think there, I don't, I think health is not on his side necessarily with it all. And um, I don't, I am starting as the days go by, I, 
I am starting to get a little more concerned that the trade for Rodgers doesn't actually happen. I know I said earlier in the podcast that I think it's gar- almost guaranteed to happen at some point, and I, I still think that's true, but as the days go by, it's getting harder and harder to believe that the Jets will give in for him. And that that's a concerning thing if he rolls into the season with one quarterback, which is potentially what Aaron's going to do. Yeah. That's... I think it's just everyone is looking for those rock solid quarterbacks to plug and play and then running back depth and then everyone just kind of fills in around them. Like uh Seth, did you give your favorites? Uh yeah, I said uh I said Jamie Jordan there. Okay. Uh but I will say if it changes to like everybody's fully healthy, um you supplant one of Aaron or Jordan. I would need to like look closer at which one I think that would be. Probably Aaron. I think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, you're like, higher on Jordan's team than I think I am. I mean, Burrow's going to give you points. Mm-hmm. I think Brown's going to give you points. I think St. Brown's going to give you points. I think McCaff's going to yeah, give you points. Those are the ones that I'm not worried about those ones. Like, I'm worried about the running backs. I think there's a, a big drop off potentially like happening for these guys this year. I think Aaron Jones looks way different in a world where obviously we're like Rogers is in New York and they maybe start shifting more to Dylan. Like there's not going to be like dump off central for Jones like they did with Rogers. And like, I think Kamara is just trending down and I don't, I think it's just super questionable for him moving forward but like behind yeah. them, I like that. Like that's the thing. Like he's got those two guys in his lineup right now, and then Jacobs will probably get the volume to be like super solid again and relevant. But like after that, his running back depth just disappears, and he doesn't have the capital to invest in it. So like two or three guys being ready, like on the edge for me. Like I don't know how you'd be a top team even with a guy like Burrow. I think it goes back to preseason for Kamara at least, because like the Saints were such a shit show last year that Carr alone is a steadying presence. And especially if Thomas comes back too, because then you have somewhat of a passing game again with Olave, Carr, and Thomas, which then opens it up again for Kamara. Yeah. Uh, and that's not like, I, don't, I don't know how much of that is Kamara versus just like just how abjectly bad the Saints yeah. were all around. Yeah, and that's and, like I think preseason will matter for that, but like, and the suspension possibly. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. Like, I like the passing game a lot. He has, I think, is quite good. Um, his receivers are great. Yeah, and like Burrow, Burrow's like also one of those things. I think he's reaching that partially just because the Bengals' pass offense is so good, where it's kind of like. If Burrow's on the team, he'll probably like make playoffs, and then things okay. fall the right way. You want to talk about QB needy as well, though? Like Burrow, Cousins, and then Mac are probably his only relevant ones this year. And Mac is already kind of teetering. I feel like yeah. in a lot of people's radar, but Wentz without a team, Trask is going to be a backup probably, or he may get spot starts in Tampa. And Brady retired, and he also doesn't have capital to get another quarterback either wait will he get spot starts or will he just start did the bucks sign anyone else they got baker baker oh that's right yeah so like Uh, that's not guaranteed snaps for him too 
So I I just have a hard time seeing past those things to put him in as a top team. But I think Jordan could probably make moves with players if he wants to try to bolster some depth in yeah. other areas. Um, he could use the receiver depth or something like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, he did get Jameson Williams back. So, like, mm-hmm. he could move some wide receivers to make some stuff work for other position areas. Um, he also has... He has Mechie just sit chilling on the bench, uh, taxi. Who knows what he's going to be like at this point, but he does have Mechie, and then he has the zap Plus, attack. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, I think just the other thing that like worries me about your team is just like McLaren and just whatever is going to happen and what the fucking Commanders. Sam <laughs> that's your team to the promised Sam. land. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not like over the moon about my receiver situation either. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah, honestly, you're probably ask, I don't... really asking for Rogers to go to the Jets to at least help out uh, Robinson. I still think like or Hardman. I, sorry, I still like. I mean, yeah, maybe like a spot start here or there. I mean, I'm still high on Pickens. I love Pickens. If Thomas comes back remotely healthy. Um and like a, like you said like a better passing game with New Orleans that could be a factor. I think I think I'll have to get like, I think I'll have guys to play and I think they'll be fine and they may have some weeks here and there but like it's not going to be like a top group like receiver core but um I don't know and I think a Barkley Eckler combo with Allen I think is gives me a higher floor but yeah I, don't know. I think. I think our league this year is very similar to how people were talking about like the NBA this year, yeah. where it's like there's there's a couple different strong teams, but especially with injuries and stuff, it's like wide open. Yeah, and I think it's as wide exciting. open as the league's been in a while. Yeah, I agree. I think it was exciting. Um, like there is some like there's some, there's some Detroit Pistons out there, uh, <laughs> but I think yeah. who, who they? <laughs> who they? I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't think it's Shane. <laughs> I wouldn't call Shane Detroit. Shane's hey, like a Shane's I'm, a solid Washington Wizards. Hey, whoa, <laughs> now let's not call me that. <laughs> what did I do to deserve that? Shane and I had a very exciting 2K game. Wait, oh, I was playing the Wizards. That's right. I was playing Porzingis. <laughs> oh, when you visited, yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was nailing everything. Um, I'm yeah, trying to be the Pistons this year. All right, so <laughs> I think uh, with that, Jamie's going to win the league. We decided that. Um, everybody's sure going to do it. Yeah, oh, I guess like right before we sign off, do you want to like kind of just reiterate the picks since we made the picks really quick? Yeah, I can. And read this could be off. the we can read it off, and then we can see how correct we got. That could be another prop bet. How right were we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Over under Jamie... some number of picks. Yeah, Jamie. Three and a half. Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> I want Jamie to make prop prop bets for these but 101 for kyle we had Bijan. 102 for michael we had bryce young 103 for shane we had cj stroud 104 for eric we had anthony richardson 105 for kyle again we had jsn 106 for seth we had gibbs 107 for to we had charbonnet 108 for michael we had will levis aka mayo boy Oh, 109 <laughs> for 
Eric, we had Will Anderson. Shout out Seth. And uh, <laughs> 110 for Kyle, we had Jordan Addison. All right, cool. Um thank you for that. I'm I am so signing off, but I am looking forward to seeing how this year's draft pans out being immediately after the NFL draft. I think it'll be fun. I too. And being live. And being live, yeah. Not not a whole lot of info to read up on from training camp and stuff, and there'll be not a whole lot of time to just sit there and react to where people actually ended up in real life. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually interesting. I'm curious how the amount of time we give ourselves to work out trades in the draft is going to work out. I'd like to see a line for how many trades happen during the draft, because I think I remember us trying years ago where we tried doing a live draft and like it was just like. I feel like quiet because no one felt like they had enough time to do the trades. It's overwhelming to trade with yeah. the time clock. Yeah, because everyone's sliding the DMs there. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. I think I, it's probably hard, but you, you or we or someone should definitely try to help tier the timing of the rounds to facilitate that well, actually it may not be as hard if like we're going to be doing it manual and we can just like we're going to be dedicated for this time to be present for the draft and we can just uh mess with the time so like we could first round we can set this much and then the second round we can just if we can bump it up we can do that manually but... yeah we'll see i think we'll start with 10 minutes per pick which i feel like should be okay yeah We'll have to, yeah. We should probably check out the math based on when we're starting at, like, Sunday night to make sure we're not going to be going until, yeah, like, 2 a.m. Probably true as well. Yeah. If every that, pick takes as long the as it can. first round is, like, I mean, at almost yeah. an hour and a half. If you, it's more than an hour and a half, actually, if it is. takes the... Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what we got some homework to do, but... Yeah. Uh, the the wild card's a second round. It could go either go extremely fast if Shane doesn't trade anything, Press or extremely Shane. slow if Shane is, like... <laughs> Trading each pick one by one by one. So. Oh, is this our first year with five rounds too? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I think we did. did I think year. we did second round last year or five rounds last year. Yeah. I think it's the second year with it. I'm also kind of thinking though, as we especially like the fourth and fifth rounds, people aren't going to be trading. They're just going to be like, just give me the fucking. I'm going to be sleep deprived. Defensive player is. This draft. I'm going to be driving back from Pittsburgh this day to come sit into a draft for like six hours. At yep. night, yeah, and then I'm six hours and drive out to the airport at like 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, good. This is the same mind we want Shane in to make all of his picks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, with that, we did it. Our annual pod. <laughs> we'll see you boys next we'll, year. <laughs> we'll be back more. <laughs> <laughs> all right, signing off. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thank you.